0: You're listening to Year Disrupted.
1: Hey, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 8 of the podcast Year Disrupted.
0: Our mission here is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insights, and real life stories. I'm your host, Abby with my co-host, Gabrielle
1: what's up guys we are still in medellin we are almost one month in
0: that's right
1: three full weeks
0: can't believe it's already been a month huh really about to be
1: really flown by um and being here for three weeks it's a perfect time to do this episode um and this episode is called how we budget okay So we've already talked about what we do, right? We already have a a podcast episode, which is episode six, where we get into how to work abroad. So if you haven't listened to that, absolutely check it out. But once you've been able to establish your side gig or your full-time gig, or even let's say you just have a really dope boss who's letting you live wherever you want. The second most important question we get asked is, how we budget, Um, what is the cost of living abroad, how do we figure out those expenses? How much
0: money do you need to be able to travel the world for like a whole year?
1: Absolutely. And we've already said in previous episodes that if you're going to do this, do it. Take the leap of faith. At least be able to buy your return ticket if everything goes to shit. But today we're going to get really deep into how to budget, how we budget, and important things to keep in mind when creating a budget. So for those of you who don't know um, or maybe don't budget as much, Abi, can you kind of tell them why a budget is so important, whether you're living in Cambodia or the United States or Medellin, anywhere? Why is it important?
0: Right. So if you're going on a travel, even a vacation, you kind of budget, right? You know, okay, this is how much my flight is going to cost. This is how much a hotel is. And then I'll set aside a couple hundred bucks or a couple of thousand dollars for the entertainment and food, depending on, you know, where you're going and how long you're going for. But it becomes very, very important when it is a whole year that you're planning on spending abroad. And in our cases, when we are starting our own businesses, so we don't have a set income that someone would with a normal job. Mm -hmm. So it was really important for us to figure out how much money we will need per month and over the entire year to pull this off without having to go into our savings and based on the income we are expecting during this year. Mm -hmm.
1: Because think about it this way. Imagine you go to a restaurant and you order off the menu and then your bill comes and it's like $500 and you didn't think it would be. That can be some of the consequences of not budgeting, right? Because we spend money on so many things, wouldn't you agree? And sometimes we forget about them. So it's super important to create that budget because any goal you have financially can be achieved when you are understanding how your finances go in and out each exactly.
0: month. Exactly, and you know we've covered this before too where knowing uh, how much it's gonna cost and having a budget and then realizing that you can afford that type of living and, and you have that much money to, to be able to uh, travel, it makes you really comfortable then and you don't really have to worry about going broke while traveling abroad. So we prepared a budget and it helped us a lot. And that's why when you're about to do this year abroad, this digital nomad life, especially when you're starting out, it is best to have a very detailed budget to keep everything uh, on track.
1: Absolutely.
0: So first thing first yeah. with a budget is you need to figure out what your priorities are. What are the things where you need to spend more money and where you can actually you could care less yeah so Gabby why don't you tell us
1: yeah so this is super important going into it and and we'll dive a bit more into the specificities and and the categories later but you know we are huge supporters of doing what supports your goal right so Abby and I could kind of work minimally and party every day in Columbia if we wanted to but that's not necessarily what we want to do because our goals are to grow our business it works the same way with a budget you want to get the most out of your trip the most out of your year abroad and the good thing is is that you can do whatever you want to do if you arrange it in order of your priorities so before you even put numbers to paper start to think about what's most important to you what brings you the most happiness at the end of the day maybe you just really 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 want to join a bowling league and <laughs> you need like really dope shoes and a shiny bowling ball and whatever. I don't know if there are bowling leagues here in Medellin. I'm sure there are, but you can do that. And that's what's the like the best news about all of this. You might need to cut back in other places, but you can still join that super dope premier bowling league. So think about that. Think about that in terms of food, in terms of socializing. You know, Do you like to try really fancy restaurants? okay, maybe then just meal prep for most of the time and try a new restaurant once or twice a month. Um, Is going to the gym a priority? Do you want to take salsa lessons or do you want Spanish lessons? I know that it might be tempting to say that you want to do everything and we've certainly kind of been there. But you have to organize your priorities. Um, Some things have to take precedence. So think about this holistically social life, fitness, health, hobbies, activities. Um, Just think about what brings you joy and kind of maybe like have fun with it. Write it down on a piece of paper. Start to brainstorm, right?
0: Right. Definitely write it down on a paper. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Write it down, Um, you know? So those are all super important things and they will come up later because certain things you might want to spend more money on where other people wouldn't. Other people... Might not give a shit about fancy restaurants, but they or the, gyms, yeah, or the gym, mean, yeah. right? If you don't care about the gym, go for a run. And if you want more money to take all your friends out for drinks or to, um, you know, buy table service at a club, you do you, baby. So think about your priorities.
0: That is right.
1: So we thought about our priorities. Yeah. What so do we do next? <laughs>
0: next step is to try and familiarize yourself with the cost of living wherever you're going obviously that's a good idea to know which city you plan on going what's the cost of living there and how much money you need um, so for us we basically used this website it's called the nomad list they did not sponsor us but if you're listening and if you'd like to sponsor us do it <laughs> yep. but let, let us yeah know. but we use this website to kind of get the general idea of what are the big nomad destinations and kind of what the cost of living is and they also have some other resources as far as like safety infrastructure speed of internet how the weather is but their cost of living section came in really handy and so I'll I have it open here
1: it's important to know as a digital nomad a lot of the countries on nomad list are already optimized for nomads which means they have lower cost of living than the United States right which has a lower cost of living of california where we're from <laughs> um because you know anything looks better than california real estate prices right now.
0: that is right so basically on nomad list cost of living is about a thousand dollars per month for a nomad so according to them about a one-bedroom studio rent in the city center is about 450 dollars per month airbnb is about 528 dollars per month so I think that's pretty true. We mm-hmm. are in an Airbnb and we are living in the in the nicest area. And this is like a, a high rise building, very new. Yeah. And pool,
1: rooftop yeah pool, rooftop pool. Yeah. Rooftop pool and everything. Gym, so security.
0: Security and, and close to everything. And we are about $750 per month. Mm-hmm. But if you were to get away from this area, you know, there's another nice area, Laurales, where the cost of living is a lot cheaper. You could easily find an Airbnb for, even we did, you know, when we were le- looking at Airbnb listings, we were able to find places for $400 to $500 per month easily.
1: Yeah, so, so far, Nomad List has checked out, right? We opted for something slightly more expensive because we had other priorities, proximity to gym, proximity to nightlife. So we were willing to spend a little bit more on our Airbnb. but So far, Nomad List really checks out with how accurate it is, at least about cost of living.
0: And then same thing for dinner, they have about $4. That's pretty accurate, too, unless you're going to a really fancy restaurant or the the nicer restaurants here. But you could easily find a dinner meal for $4. -hmm. Same thing, beer, about $1.50. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Again, depends on where you are. If you're at a nightclub, don't expect that prices. But if you're in a hole hole in a wall bar or if you're actually buying beer at a store, $1.50 sounds about right. What else? Co-working space, about $120 a month. I think we've seen plans for co-working space for about that. Yeah, $80 to $120, depending on where. So that's pretty accurate.
1: And another thing to keep in mind, right? You could save that money. Again, we're just reinforcing this. You could save that money if you want to work from home. but you know it's a great way to meet people it's a great way to connect with other digital nomads so you know all these you might think at home i don't need a co-working space but um you know things like this become important when you live in another city
0: and then last but not the least the colombian coffee is a dollar 80 it's a bit more expensive than cerveza okay but <laughs> but that's because <laughs> it's colombian coffee but that's the average price and coffee is really good here we've been experimenting with new coffees it's really every deasy. week and it's um, been nice but yeah, that's according to Nomad List, like those are the prices. And so far on our experience, like the Medellin prices on their website are pretty accurate to what we're experiencing. So so check that out before you start making your budget.
1: And another resource um, that has refreshed their numbers for January 2020, um, numbeo.com, also says that just as a comparison, cost of living in Medellin is 70% lower Than in New York just as a benchmark as a staple and I would say on the whole that is true Mostly because of where you're paying to live I think where we're living now in New York City would easily cost four thousand dollars per month But again, it's 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 really important to keep in mind that you can't just come here and spend willy-nilly and expect to become, you know, rich because it's so low. It does take some maneuvering. It does take some budgeting. So, you know, these numbers might excite you, but don't let that excite you to the point where you do not create a budget. Right. So we're still creating a budget here. absolutely now that we've done this and we're kind of jazzed about it like we could save some real money here if we want to what do we do next
0: so jazzed about (laughs) it (laughs) so next thing we do is categorize our expenses so i'm a bit ocd about these things i do like to create different categories and so this might come handy for you guys listening things we made a budget for uh rent obviously Uh, We kind of combine utilities into that. Our plan was to find usually Airbnb listings or furnished apartments that have everything included and all the utilities, including Internet. So we have a budget for that. The next big thing is food. Um, Obviously, you got to eat when you're down here. you got to. So create a budget for how much your groceries would cost. Um, This is one where we've kind of gone over based on what. Yeah. But but on the bright side. We are still under our overall budget for the month. Okay. We're we're very close, which is good, because that means we were very accurate with our budgeting. I mean, we only got four more days in this month, but uh, but we're, we're just definitely not gonna eat for four days. <laughs> but we definitely went way over our budget on our food. Uh, next one is entertainment. I mean, going out to bars or tours, taking any tours, excursions, renting any, a car, yeah, any coffee tasting trips, wine mm-hmm. tasting trips. We created a budget for entertainment. Then comes your phone and internet. So once you're down here, are you going to be using a local phone plan? How much would that cost? Are you planning on keeping your phone from home? Uh, just like what are the bills for that?
1: And let's jump in here really quick and say that in terms of just for the, those folks who don't know, you having a phone here, whether it's a local SIM card or a Google Fi, it's about the same price as an affordable plan in the US. Just so people know, right? It'd be about $30 per month for a reasonable phone plan, wouldn't you say? Yeah,
0: so it's about $30, but mm. I wouldn't say it's it's similar to US. It it's $30 a month in US if you're on a family plan, but if you okay. if you're on an individual plan like this guy here, it's it's seventy dollars a month. Okay, so uh on, on T Mobile and I know Verizon and AT and are, T are more expensive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're on like a sprint or what's that cricket wireless or shit. <laughs> <What> the f- <laughs> then uh then you might be able to find thirty dollars yeah. a month. Um, but yeah, those are the prices we've seen as far as like phone goes.
1: So it'll at least be lower than what you would spend in the US if not comparable for, you know, reasonable phone plan, having data where when you need it. Right. We, we might get into that into another episode, but there are plenty in, of ways to make sure you can text, call, and have Google Maps and data when you need it. And
0: that is right. And the next one is a budget for travel. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, taking buses or trains from city to city, maybe flying to, to different cities. So we've created a budget for that. And then um, we obviously wanted to go to a gym regularly wherever we are. And we created a budget for how much, you know, we'd be paying for a gym.
1: What category is that in it? Is it's, that it's miscellaneous? A specific, no,
0: it's, it's a gym category. That's I how mean,
1: serious we are about our fitness. Exactly. <laughs> Good yeah. news is gyms, definitely, definitely cheaper than in yeah. the U.S. And better. And better. Yeah. I mean, Shout
0: out to 24 Hour Fitness. Shut down to 24, shot hour down, fitness. Yeah. Gotta, 24 hours. shout down, yeah. You got to really upgrade your gyms and your equipment. Yeah, I mean, cause. the
1: machines here were not made in 1972. Like, they were in California 24-hour fitnesses.
0: That is right. And then on top of that, we created a budget for miscellaneous and emergency. Obviously, got to put some money aside every month for... Anything that is an emergency, maybe you need to go see a doctor or something happens and you decide to take a random trip or you lose some shit or you need to take an emergency cab somewhere.
1: Maybe you really, really, really want that table service at a club.
0: Yeah. Really yeah. bad. Maybe, maybe you meet that lady and you're trying to impress her. Yeah. And you're like, and you shit. Gotta, you gotta shell out. Good that, thing
1: I have an emergency in yeah. my budget. <laughs> this is an emergency.
0: So yeah, create an emergency fund. And then on top of that, two big ones for us. We put all our shit in a storage unit back home. So the expense for that, including whatever the insurance cost is for your storage unit.
1: Mm. And a great way we budgeted with that is we left our stuff in a somewhat sketchy storage facility. (sighs) We're not going to tell you where it is because there have been break-ins before. (laughs) But we probably paid half the price that we would... In another storage unit, we made sure we got insurance and made a video for insurance. And then we left all our important shit with my aunt. So shout out to Joni. Thanks for putting that in your garage. I'm not telling you where she lives either. But that was another thing. We didn't want to be spending upwards of $150 or more on a storage unit. So just basically the theme of this episode is all about being smart about your priorities. All the costs,
0: yeah. Just just being aware of every expense that you'd be facing mm-hmm. and then one more thing is travel insurance that's a big one too again not sponsored by this company but this company nice is called uh the safety wing out of all the research we've done they've been the best kind of insurance for travelers anywhere you go it's one fixed price per month it's pretty reasonable it is pretty high if you include u.s coverage because you know that united states healthcare is, is through the roof so your premiums basically go double if you include us coverage but if you exclude that it's uh, it's pretty reasonable God. Uh, so we bought that included that in our budget and then one final thing is expenses that you may have for your businesses mm-hmm. so we have monthly subscriptions for our, our website and those kind of things so we did create a budget for what our our monthly expenses are for our our businesses.
1: And that does come, that's tax deductible, and that does come out of our business accounts, but also very important to keep in mind, especially when you own your own business or have an LLC or something like that.
0: That is right. So that was pretty much our budget. Uh, very detailed. You might think. But uh,
1: I mean, it is so good. There are things that you probably mentioned, Abby, that other people have not necessarily thought of. And it's just so important. I think abi made a great point about peace of mind being so important when you know you've been totally detailed. I'm sure everybody Knows the feeling that like maybe after a long weekend in Vegas or you know (laughs) Christmas season you check your bank account and you're like oh shit shit. there's nothing worse than that feeling of checking your bank account and being like oh my god and then feeling really sad but there's nothing you can do about it because the money's already gone and then you consider sending pictures of your feet to strangers on the internet. Anyway, <laughs> this is all just so that, you know, clearing our heads, getting rid of the noise is right. a huge part of this year. And having a very detailed budget, shout out to Abby because I'm not good with that stuff as much, is really, really, really important. So I couldn't recommend it enough.
0: And so far, pretty much all the expenses we've had would fall into one of these categories. So yeah, I mean, I think we did a pretty good job.
1: Can I ask you? I'm sure this is on people's mind. This is on my mind. Um, can you give them a a number of maybe what our individual budgets were? Two people. Um, we are living together, so that's a huge cost saver. But can you maybe throw out what we as individuals expect to pay? per month here in medellin
0: yeah so according to this fancy spreadsheet i have open here <laughs> it has we'll a pot- give
1: you the spreadsheet for twenty dollars yeah yeah
0: no we'll actually like upload a <laughs> we'll Google give it free sheet. for you Yeah. Free. We'll, we'll, but according to this spreadsheet i budgeted 920 dollars per month for each one of us combining that is 1800 Forty dollars.
1: Let's be clear. That is still less than just my rent in California.
0: You know, and I think the biggest chunk of this budget is the rent, mm-hmm. which I think, if you were traveling by yourself, you could find a place that's half the price yeah. of what we were paying easily.
1: Totally. Us
0: being a couple and traveling together, it makes it easy to kind of bump that budget up just a little bit more. And,
1: and this is still like we're not we're not eating ramen we're living our life according to our priorities we're living well we're happy maybe we can't go get a table service every night or you know do yeah that, i but mean we have, can
0: we yes but we is that a smart decision no no
1: and we have our own saving goals so it's it's working out well it's a totally reasonable amount it could be less if we wanted it to it could be more if we wanted it to but this totally works for us right now
0: that is right so yeah. once you've made your budget and you know you can't do this you got the money and next step is to to
1: so live um yeah show up start living with your budget in mind even if that's conceptually like let's say you get to medellin and you need to go to the grocery store and you need to get some things for the house and you remember in the back of your noggin that you want to keep your grocery expenses low so you can keep your bowling league expenses high um you know don't freaking ball out at the grocery store that's like lesson number one you know don't buy like 500 pounds of filet mignon i mean that's a huge exaggeration but just start you know being sensible remind yourself of your budget when you get here when you get wherever you're going you will, at least for a little bit, feel like a kid in a candy store. Will you be like, that's here, this is here, that's here. Don't give right. in to that temptation unless it's in your budget already. Remember, you have it in your budget. So if you're like, look, I want to try this really nice restaurant and I budgeted for this or I want to go get a table service or, you know, or even if it's just a, a, a nice restaurant or a nice gym, just remember your budget when you first start spending your money. That's
0: right. And, and one more thing to add to that about the living. So one thing to keep in mind is once you show up, and especially when you're planning on living in a place for a couple months, keep in mind there's going to be a setup cost. Mm -hmm. By that I mean initially when you move into your apartment, your Airbnb, whatever, you have to buy like paper towels, the the spices, cleaning supplies, like probably like your shampoos and stuff. So the initial run you make to the, the grocery store or the supermarket, uh, that's going to be higher than your normal expense because there's all these things that you need that you couldn't pack in your suitcases.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then once you start spending, um, start updating. Be serious about it. Um, make sure that you are regularly checking in with your budget. Abby, how often would you recommend checking in with
0: yeah, your budget? Yeah, so I think um, we've basically been doing it once or twice a week, yeah. um, usually after a big grocery run or um. A weekend out we try to update things to make sure we are tracking where we are with our budget and remember
1: whether you want to realize it or not it's there it's kind of like if you're on a diet and you get drunk and eat a, a whole domino's pizza you can forget it never happened you cannot track the calories but you still did it yeah so just be, be <laughs> honest with yourself don't hide your spending from yourself you can always course correct so start to plug it in start to see the numbers come alive um, and then if you need to make adjustments, you can absolutely do that. Be nice to yourself for the first month. You're getting used to it. So, Abi, can you tell them, like, what are some adjustments that we've maybe made thus far? Because abi did a wonderful job predicting our budget, but we've certainly had to talk about things along the way.
0: Yeah, so first thing is we definitely got carried away with the grocery store like we came in and we're like oh yeah you know groceries have got to be cheap (laughs) we're both so
1: ADD when we get into grocery stores it's a mess we just oh
0: yeah we realized like groceries are not that much cheaper at least to the market that's nearby us so instead of going to a next neighborhood and and getting groceries there we've just decided to adjust our grocery expenses (laughs) so we're making sure we're buying all the food that we will eat in that week wherever we can we are trying to buy it in bulk for our entire time we're here in uh, marine instead of little packets of, of things that would overall cost more
1: another adjustment that we've made is we're great workers, we have a great office set up, but we really do like getting out of the house. We like going to co-working spaces and cafes. So, that was one recent adjustment we made, which is, okay, we don't want to stay at home all day every day working. How can we switch this up? We we realized we wanted to switch it up and we knew that maybe getting an additional cup of coffee out or paying for a co-working space might add more um but then maybe we spend less on groceries. So, we've made a couple adjustments along the way. Um but we're happy to do it
0: and then if you're going out for the weekend you know restaurants hanging out with friends getting drinks things to keep in mind our first weekend here we were just walking around the park and got invited into this club which was like a suspicious club but there was various activity going on we'll get into it at at a different time but uh the drinks there cost as much as. Back in L.A., they were like $12 a which piece or yeah, Which no is
1: shameful. Yeah. No one should be charging $12 for an alcoholic beverage. That's disgusting.
0: <laughs> if you want to go out and you're on a budget, like try going to a hole-in-the-wall bar to at least like pregame or, yeah. or whatnot. Yeah,
1: pregame, bring a flask. Your Disrupted officially supports flasks. Um, it's just get it, get crafty and get creative. If you love going out but hate how much it costs, bring a flask.
0: That's right. And then, you know, same thing <laughs> when you're going on tours, there's cheaper options of like taking a bus um, or there's more expensive options of you know, renting a car and going by yourself.
1: Check out our blog about how to do a day trip by yourself, because it actually costs us less than it would have if you would have if bought you did a, a bus a, tri- or exactly. a
0: tour. Exactly. So think of those things. And when you're starting out, monitor your budget, look at things all your expenses compared to what you're budgeted and adjust mm-hmm. accordingly.
1: Medellin has a really awesome thing. A lot of Spanish speaking countries have a menu del dia. It's a fixed menu. It's a low price. Uh, Spain has it as well. So if you really have a hankering for going out during the week, um, check out those, you know, and mm-hmm. the food might not be as exciting. It might not be a sushi burrito, but it's like $3 for huge like a meal. huge plate. Huge yeah. meal. So just as we close this episode, um,
0: I have one more thing to do. Oh, have. yeah, sorry. Make sure you also have money set aside in addition to your emergency fund for your trip back home. In case shit goes down, shit. you at least have money set aside to fly you back home.
1: Or just make sure you have a really good relationship with somebody who does have that money. <laughs> like <laughs> your mom or your sister or someone who would bail your ass out of jail. If or a sugar mean. daddy. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Um. <laughs> Anyway, um, so as we close, Avi, I just wanted to ask you, can you answer maybe one thing that has surprised you that it is more expensive than you thought and one thing that is actually either less expensive or right on point than in comparison to what you thought going in?
0: Um, I think for Medellin, I, uh, groceries definitely seem to be more expensive than what I had budgeted. That's where we're the farthest away from our original budget and it part of it is that we are going to a nice supermarket colombian whole foods yeah it's we're basically going to colombian whole foods Mm -hmm. and the other nearest grocery store is kind of too far so we've decided to make that sacrifice other than that the cheapest thing i think cabs here Mm. are very cheap before coming here we had read uh, that don't take cabs take uber or whatnot uh, Uber is exiting.
1: RIP Uber is yeah, dead Uber, here. Uber
0: failed to register as a cab company in Colombia. So they are saying bye-bye at the end of this month. That is January 2020. But uh, we've been taking mostly cabs here. They are pretty affordable. Yeah. And uh,
1: How much does a 40-minute cab ride cost? Because we did that yesterday. Yeah, we
0: did that yesterday and it was like $12.
1: No, it was 12,000 Colombian pesos. It was like $5.
0: Was it real? No. Yeah, because I... Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah,
1: yeah. our cab driver saved our ass yesterday. So I handed him 20,000 Colombian pesos, which is still less than $7 with a generous tip.
0: Right. And that was like a 40-minute... 40 40-minute 40 cab, cab ride. ride. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or cab. Yeah. That, I.
0: What about you? What do you think?
1: I think that meat is way less expensive. I mean, we said groceries are more expensive than we thought, but, you know, we can get like six pounds of chicken for, like, $12, which is awesome. Um, And and it's good chicken. Uh, It's probably more responsibly sourced than it is in the U.S. of A. I think what's more expensive is, you know, Medellin, and we are in a nice part. They have a lot of imported toiletries, Um, so, like, sunscreen, shampoo, things like that. When you go to the grocery store, or even the pharmacy, you're hard pressed to find a local brand. You're yeah. you're dealing with them Pantene's and L'Oreal's, which are all imported yeah. and all more expensive than even they are in the U.S. So, uh, we found some some more budget stores or, or fun stores like that that have local Colombian manufactured shampoo and conditioner and things like that that are properly priced. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's uh, that's budget for you. Budget 101 or 202 or 201, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, Basically, main a,
1: takeaways, make a budget.
0: Yeah, make a budget, stick to it, at least when you're starting out. Monitor it, see how far you're off, and adjust accordingly.
1: And if you don't, you might get yourself into trouble. We've met some people here who were maybe in cheaper places but still making a u.s salary or maybe weren't as careful with their budget and got a little too spendy and and then there becomes that oh shit moment you know like after a weekend in vegas and nobody wants that we're trying to clear our minds out here so just another important step to feeling confident and having your life go as seamlessly as possible while you're being a digital that
0: is right and so if you have any questions for us feel free to reach out we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we have our own website, eardisrupted.com. Feel free to reach out anywhere. If there are things that we may not have considered for our budget, but you think are important, please reach out to us yeah. and let us know. We'd Seriously. be happy to uh, you know, cover that.
1: We'd be happy to just add it to our budget. Add it to our budget, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, but if there's that, other
1: topics you want us to cover, we're always looking for inspiration. We want to know what you want to know.
0: And with that this is the end of our episode you all go out work hard find that way to quit your job and travel
1: adios buenas noches
0: buenas noches